Well, hey there, team. This is podcast number 379 for Coach Jeff. It's the 31st of December 2013. And this is not only episode 129 of the running podcast, but it is also episode 98 of the 20 Minute Runner podcast. As I am joined by good buddy of mine and the host of the 20 Minute Runner podcast, Roland Kavanagh. Hello, and welcome to the 20 Minute Runner podcast. My name is Roland, I am your host. Join me as we run and race through the Piedmont region of North Carolina using the Chi Running Method. Thanks for sharing some of the road with me. Let's run. Hey there, team, and welcome along to this very, very, very special show where I team up with my good buddy, Roland Kavanagh, the host of the 20 Minute Runner podcast to produce, well, I guess we call it a bit of a joint episode. Roland uh, has uh, been producing the 20 Minute Runner podcast for a long time, been off the air for a little bit of uh, time. So I thought uh, what we would do today to get his show back up and running and uh, give us something great to listen to. Well, we thought we'd do uh, a bit of a show together. I'll do all the production, and uh, we're going to put out one episode, which will be both uh, an episode of The Running Podcast and a great fresh episode of The 20-Minute Runner Podcast. So uh, if you want to check it all out, check out The 20-Minute Runner Podcast at blogspot.com. An absolutely fantastic show, and you can listen in as uh, Roland runs the roads around the Piedmont region of North Carolina. And always great fun to uh, to hear Roland out there and running. So, uh, well, without much further ado, sit back and relax and listen in as uh, both Roland and I get together and chat about all things to do with running on the Running Podcast and the 20-Minute Runner Podcast. All righty, guys, welcome back. And an absolutely special treat for me today because on the other end of the line is a good buddy of mine, Roland Kavanagh. Now, you'll know this guy as the host of the 20-Minute Runner Podcast. We haven't heard from him for a while. I thought... Uh, he may have been abducted by aliens or something, but I've managed to track him down in uh, North Carolina. <laughs> Roland, are you there? Over. Uh, yes, I am here. <laughs> so, so contrary to the rumors been going around, you're still alive and kicking. Um, yes, but some days I wonder. But yes, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm alive and breathing. Thank you. Yeah, me too, man. Me too. Uh, and, and, I, and of course, man, you know, I say all that tongue-in-cheek because you and I have been in... Uh, in uh, in so in reasonably constant contact, and uh, I know, man, you're like uh, you're like me. You got so much going on in your life, and you've had a lot going on in your life over the last twelve months. And uh, consequently, you know, as as happens to all of us that do uh, do a bit of podcasting, you know, when things get really really busy, it becomes horribly horribly hard to find the time mm. to uh, to put a podcast together. And uh, so, man, you're still around, and uh, the twenty minute runner. Uh, podcast, one of my favourite shows of all time, and uh, it it's just oh. been a joy to hear that over the years, man. Well, thank you. I I appreciate that. I really do, especially coming from somebody of your caliber. That means a lot to me, Jeff. And I guess that's the the whole thrust of uh, of our show today is it's going to be you know, sort of a combined uh, twenty minute runner podcast slash running podcast. Because um, it's going to be a show that's going to go out on uh, both your feed and mine, and uh, mm-hmm. that'll give you that'll make you show ninety eight, I think, from memory. Uh, yes, that is correct. And of course, a, a little bit selfish of me, man. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to edge you ever closer to show one hundred, <laughs> so we can have a big party. 
Oh, yeah. I tell people, you know, that I've gotten that close and uh, people that don't know about the podcast and then they find out a little bit about what I've done in the past. And it's like, why don't you feel like you at least want to do 100? But (laughs) in reality, I'd love to do, you know, many, many more than that. But uh, you know how it is once you fall off the wagon, it's just a little difficult to get going again. But I have not lost my uh, my desire to do that. I just I just need to get going. So yeah, that's that's why I thought I'd uh, I'd put you in a position where I'd give you a nudge, man, and help get you going again. And I guess that's going to be the theme of uh, today's show: is how to get started from uh, a stop or a fall off the wagon. Now that could be whether it's podcasting, whether it's running, whether it's a life issue. Um, it happens to so many of us, man, where we sort of get out of the routine of doing something and then it just seems to be so hard to get going again. And I guess, you know, you're a runner, I'm a runner and it happens to all of us at times. Maybe it's an injury, uh, maybe something happens, but we get out of the habit of running and then all of a sudden it's like, oh man, where do I start? You know, it's just sometimes it can be so hard to get going again. I guess that's where you've been at with the podcast a little bit. Um, yeah, it has. I, uh, initially when I started it, I, I was going to do every week, which I did for several months. And then I said, well, I'm going to try to go to at least every other week, which I would still like to do. Uh, but then over time, it seems like I'd have little blips where I would go three, four weeks, five weeks and not get a show out for various reasons. And, um, eventually a lot of stuff started happening, which it does for all of us. And, uh, the running, uh, as far as being out on the road went down quite a bit and, uh, and I just began to let the show go, uh, just for that reason, because I felt like, uh, I really wanted to be more consistent with my running and goals and things like that, uh, before I put a show out. And it seems like that, you know, uh, my running, I have started running, uh, I had not completely stopped, but it cut down significantly with a lot of stuff going on i have began uh, trying to pick that up a little bit um and certainly want to do the show i have missed it it's actually been well over a year since i've put an episode out and i have had people uh not so much lately but initially they would contact me you know email twitter whatever want to know hey are you going to do another show what's going on are you have the aliens indeed abducted you? And um, and I keep promising. And uh, I think with the new year, while I don't necessarily believe in New Year's resolutions, I do believe it's a good time to to think about. You know, like you said, to uh, to open this segment. If uh, uh, you're struggling with anything, um, you you know, you just you have to pick up and start over. You either start over or or you're not going to make it. And that's true with anything. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, if uh, if you're new to uh, to my show, The Running Podcast or The Coach Jeff Podcast, and you have no idea who we're talking about, we'll hop across to the 20minuterunner.blogspot.com and uh, there you'll find uh, Roland Kavanagh and his absolutely fantastic show called The 20-Minute Runner Podcast. And uh, maybe just for those guys, Roland, uh, a quick update on uh, what's been happening over the last uh, 12 months. I know there's been a lot going on in your life. Um, so just bring everybody up to speed with uh, where you've been and uh, the fact that you weren't kidnapped. <laughs> well, um, I, I don't. I appreciate that opening. Um, I, uh, I don't want to bore people with what's been going on, so I'll be very, very uh very brief with it, but there have been three or four major life things that have happened with us. Uh, my wife was diagnosed with uh, with uh, cancer uh, about a year and a half ago. She ended up having surgery and radiation. She's doing well. 
Uh, I'm very glad to say we're thankful for that. So uh, that seems to be pretty much getting behind us. And uh, then um, back in April, my father-in-law um, got ill, went in the hospital for nine days, and he ended up passing away. Uh, so that was was a difficult time as well. And that impacted our life in the sense that uh, Cindy, my wife, her parents have lived with us for, at that time, for almost six years. Her mother's still with us, doing very well at 89 as of next week. But uh, um, when you have someone in your household, a death like that, you know, if your parent lives, uh, typically they don't live with you. Uh, you know, the person passes away, you, you grieve that, but you get on with your life. But whenever you're involved with their day-to-day care, issues like that, which that was the case with him, with Alzheimer's, that type of stuff, I tell you, it can really be overwhelming. And uh, there were days when uh, I would run some, but really, I think a, a long run at that time would have probably helped me. But instead, you get so wrapped up in, in, in getting through those things that uh, you sort of you fall back. So with the cancer, with my wife and with his passing, um, and then one other fairly minor thing, but no big deal. Well, it's a big deal to me, well, but yeah, I uh, think it is a we, big deal, man. Yeah. We lost our schnauzer of 11 and a half years, uh, suddenly. And, um, uh, that I'll be honest with you. Uh, you know, I, <laughs> a month later I was still crying over that dog. If you can believe that. But, uh, Man, I can because we, we've got a lot of dog people listen to our show. I, I know, uh-huh. uh, you know, I think the dog the dog community is much bigger than we we even realise, you know. And uh, I don't think it's unusual. I know there'll be some people who go, well, it was just a mutt, you know. But uh, I understand, yeah. man, and I know a lot of other people understand too. When you have a a dog that's your buddy like that for all those years, and because Odie was a big part of the show too, he, uh, you know, he, yes, he, it, it, very rarely a show went by that he didn't get a mention. <laughs> That's true, because I would say I'm going to go to the house, get some Gatorade, whatever, walk Odie, and uh, yeah, you could hear him on there. Uh, so yeah, I agree with that, and that was a little difficult. And uh, and then one other thing I would mention, which I don't know if I, I had mentioned this to you uh, the other week when we spoke, but uh, I also had was was blessed to have my colonoscopy. I just turned fifty. <laughs> uh, no real issues with no real issues with that, but. Uh, the endoscopy, they did that as well, and uh, they found a polyp, which was not really an issue, no cancer or anything, but I do have an ulcer. So, and the first thing the doctor asked me, he said, uh, are you under any stress? And I said, uh, oh, aren't we all? Really? <laughs> aren't we all? So, um, but I am taking medication for that. He said it should heal, and, uh, and I'm also taking something that I'll have to take from now on, and that doesn't seem to be an issue. But I think the stress of just life, 2013 has been a very difficult year for us in a lot of ways, and um, there are other things too, but I'd say those are the ones that stick out. Yeah, and I, and I know you and I were uh, hedging the idea of having the colonoscopy cast, but uh, <laughs> I, I don't. It didn't really get any traction, man. So we had to shelve that idea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, man, uh, like, so that's you know, like it is. It is not hard. To, yeah, boom, boom. Comedians, <laughs> we should we should do a comedy cast, man. We're very funny. <laughs> hey, I've got a good Christmas joke that if we have time, I'll tell you. If we don't, don't worry about it. But well, if you have time, no, it'll no, take no, me no. one minute toward. <laughs> Make sure we fit that in, man. Make sure we fit it in. <laughs> okay, but, but I guess when you got all that going on in your life, um, you know, it's it's hard then to put out a you know to or even feel like you want to jump on the microphone or 
clip the recorder to your hat and go and get a run in. And uh, I think right. everyone understands that. And, and maybe, uh, you know, guys that have been listening to your show will now understand a little bit about where you've been and, and why you haven't been on the mic. But now it's yeah. my job to get you back going on the mic again because, man, I love hearing from you when you're out there on the road getting your miles in. And uh, I often say to people, it's kind of like traveling the world from the comfort of my desk or my little iPod, um, you know, getting to hear, uh, you know, whether it's you running in the Piedmont region or Nigel over there in England or Steve Runner up there in Boston, um, you know, uh, you get to see so much of the world through the eyes of, right. uh, of other runners. And man, that's what I love about your podcast. And that's why I'm so determined that we're going to get you beyond 100 and keep you going, man. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that, and I have to admit the appeal of the podcast to me has not been uh, just to hear myself talk, but uh, just to know that you're connecting with people and they care enough to send you a message or whatever that, hey, I, I really like your show or what you shared was very helpful. Or, uh, And, you know, I'm, I'm unlike yourself, I'm not trained in anything uh, as far as related to exercise or sports physiology, but... It's just uh, I love to get out and uh, learn what, what I'm capable of. And, and I know that uh, a lot of people are just like that. And if I can offer them some encouragement, that's been the motivation behind it. And uh, I think I just need to capture that again oh, for yeah. myself. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I, I've always had a thing in life where I look at people, whether it's yourself or someone else, and I go, if he can do it or if she can do it, then I've got to be able to do it. And, sure. uh, and so if I hear, uh, you know, Roland training to run a marathon, I start to uh, get it into my head. Well, look, you know, if Roland can do that, I can do that. And that's where the inspiration right. comes from. So um, never underestimate the power of putting out that, uh, that content, man, because, you know, there'll be someone listening that'll go, well, if she can do it or he can do it. Man, I can do it, and uh, and that's where right. the, that's where the power comes from, and th- and that's what the, that's the link I wanted to make to running today. You know, because you've run marathons uh, and you've done a yes. lot of long distance running, and there are a lot right. of people out there who uh, who fall off the wagon of running, and right. they've been used to running, you know, two or three hour long runs, um, you know, maybe doing uh, you know forty or fifty or sixty miles in a week. And they fall off the wagon for whatever reason. It's like, well, how do we get running again? You know, and uh-huh. when you've been doing a two-hour long run, you sort of you, you feel a bit funny about going out to run for 10 minutes. Um, sure. But that's what you need to do. And I always, you know, say to people, when we, when we go to start something up again, whether it's a life thing, whether it's running, you know, whatever it is, <laughs> don't try and jump straight back in where you were. And so if you – right. You know, if you've been doing two or three hour long runs, uh, you know, and you've been running marathons and it's time to get going again, don't feel, uh, you know, the slightest bit embarrassed or funny about going out and just running for five or ten minutes and and doing that three or four times a week. Because you know how it all starts, man. If you can run for ten minutes today and then you have a couple of days rest and you run ten minutes again, it's not too long before that ten becomes fifteen, becomes twenty. Exactly. Oh, the twenty-minute runner, uh, or it becomes thirty. <laughs> you know, it, right. it, it just is a natural progression. But so many people, um, you know, feel like, well, you know, I'm a marathon or I'm an ultra runner. I can't go out and train for a, for a one thousand meter race or something like that. You know, and and that's where we end up in this stalemate because it's like we end up not getting out the door and running at all. So, you know, right. it's, uh, it, there's always, you know, that opportunity to start again. I guess the good thing, man, you never really stopped running. You're still getting uh, your miles in along the way. 
Yes, I'm still running. I'm just not running. I'm probably running half of what I was, um, just what would be a typical week if I was not working toward a, you know, I've run a marathon and then several halves and uh, probably half of that. And uh, I really want to get back up to where uh, I had been. And and I will. Um, I've already set some goals for this coming year. I'd love to do another half. Uh I don't know, maybe a couple of halves during the year. I probably will do that. I feel confident I will. Whether I'll do another marathon this year, I don't know. But I really, I had a, a time goal for a marathon. I'd love to, if I only run one more and can meet that time goal, which is fairly conservative, I think. Uh, if I never run another full marathon, I probably would be content. But uh, the half is my favorite distance, I think. I just... I love it. It's long enough that you really challenge yourself, but yet it's not so utterly taxing that it takes you two weeks to get over it. So Yeah. So, okay, well, this is the coach in me now, man. So I apologize mm-hmm. for this, but this is the coach in me. <laughs> I want oh, you no. to – see, this is how, how we're going to get him up and running, guys. So, uh, and I encourage everyone to jump on board and be Roland's coach as we keep him ta- you know, sort of tracking on this gold. So what is the half marathon you're going to be targeting this year in uh, 2014? Um, I think it probably would be, uh, there actually are two and they both would be in the fall. The first one would be uh, toward the uh, end of September. Uh, Have you ever heard of Richard Petty, the race car driver? Oh man, I've still got a number 43 little blue car up here on on my shelf, man. Are you familiar with uh, Victory Junction? They're... they're, Yep. Okay. Well, it uh, where that's located. I've ran that half. It. I've run that half. It's about fifteen miles from here. Um, I'd love to do that one. I'd love to do that one again in September. And then the most scenic, uh, most beautiful PR uh, as far as and I ran a PR there my first time there. It's called the Cannonball Half in Greensboro, which is about twenty miles away. It's like the last Saturday in October. I would love to do both of those, one in mid-September and one the end of October. Okay, so you heard it here first. Now, Roland has uh, <laughs> quite clearly said that he will be running Victory Junction in September Uh-oh. and backing it up with yeah. the Cannonball in October. So, man, I think that's great because that is it's far enough away that you can really ramp the training up um, oh, yeah. as, uh, as you come out of winter. And uh, I always love doing two races like that very close together because um, what happens is you can carry that fitness and that enthusiasm across from that first race into the second one. And quite often, um, man, you have a terrific race that second one out because uh, your body is just such, you know, in such good tuned up condition. So, sure. uh, so man, we're going to. Um, I'm sure there'll be thousands of emails this week saying we heard you today. We heard you, Roland. <laughs> We heard you say, and you know, and the reason I love doing that again—that's what I love about being a coach. It's that—it's that commitment when you tell, uh, and of course, there's only you on the call, mate. There's only you and me and half a dozen sure. people listening anyway. So, uh, the thing is, <laughs> when you tell your buddies that you're going to do something, with that comes the responsibility to actually now do it because you know what your buddies are like. They're always, "Well, oh, hey, didn't you say you were going to do this?" or "Didn't you say you were going to do yeah. that?" And that's what I love about what I do as a coach, man, is because I get people to, uh, and I'm not, you know, I'm no, I'm, I don't know that much about coaching. All I know is that I can get people to sort of say, I'm going to do this. And then we sort of work out our expectations for it. And we just mm-hmm. join the dots together between now and then. And, and the thing is that now that you've said you're going to do it, 
uh, all eight of us now know, and someone will <laughs> some, someone will remind you on a regular basis. <laughs> oh yeah, I uh, yeah, it's called accountability. I love it, man. That's a big word. <laughs> well, it's not that big, but uh, I think we all need some accountability, and uh, and I really, yeah, I appreciate that. You tricked me into into Sorry. into saying. Sorry, I, I, <laughs> no. I'll beg, I'll beg for, I'll beg for forgiveness later, man. <laughs> but but yeah, but you know, yeah, exactly. It's uh, what is the old saying? Forgiveness is easier uh, to get than permission. Um, but what I will, yeah, I. Now I feel obligated, and I, I I wanted to anyway, but yeah, I appreciate that. I really yeah. do. Yeah, man. I uh, I know I put you on the spot there, but uh, oh no, uh, you know I'm teasing. I, I I'm being selfish because I figure if you uh, if you get, if we get you back in the groove of training for a race, uh, we'll get you back into the groove of putting the uh, microphone on. Then that gives me another show to listen to while I'm out there running. So it was totally selfish, selfish, man. <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> Well, if so, I do, yeah, and you're exactly right. If I can, if I can uh, get out and run for longer than thirty or forty minutes, which is about what I'm doing now, um, I typically I'd I'd rather run longer than that when I record. But uh, but yeah, that that's good. So I, how many I appreciate how, it? How many times a week you're running at the moment? Uh, three, sometimes four. Oh man, you're training the house down. Well. No, I've done a lot more than that in the past. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, but that's a great that's a great starting point. You know, we uh, what I was talking about a minute ago was the fact that so many people fall right off the wagon and they don't do any running at all. And it's yeah. like they because they get caught in this cycle of where do I start? Where do I start? And I often say to people, look, man, just dig out your favorite pair of running shoes, throw an old t-shirt right. on, throw a pair of shorts on, grab a bottle of water, and just head out the door and just trundle on down the road and, and just, just run until you think you've had enough. Now, that might be one minute, it might be two, might be 10, right. might be 30. But, you know, just get out the door and just get that feeling back in your body, you know. But, man, you, you're yeah. doing plenty, like three uh, three runs a week if you're, going, if you're running 30 to 40 minutes. And, of course, we, we know if we go back and listen to your old shows, man, that's, that's nothing for, for what you were doing. But, uh, man, that's a great, that's a great starting point for uh, – you know, for a year of training to take you through to those two races in September and October. Sure, sure. Well, I yeah, I agree with that. Um, but I kind of re- remember what George Sheehan said, which I, I certainly see the truth in it. He said the first hour is for my body and the second hour is for my head. So, yeah. And it seems like you know if you can run. I mean, everybody doesn't have to get out and run an hour, but uh, to me, that's really. You know, when you get past an hour, hour and 15 minutes, uh, you know, and all runs aren't that long. But uh, when I was running consistently as far as longer, a little longer distances, I mean, you know, I would I would try to run an hour and a half twice a week and then a long run anywhere from two to two and a half hours. Um, and I'd love to get back to that. Um, but, you know, because that, that feeling you get after you're out there so long, it just, well, your listeners understand that and you do too. You just can't. You can't explain it. You just have to experience it. And uh, you hit that spot where you just feel like I could maintain this steady pace right on. And it's just, yeah. yeah, I I love it. You you got me thinking. Oh, yeah. Look, the thing is, you know, if you're just out there at the moment and you're running, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 minutes, um, there is so much more left inside your body. And, uh, you know, I often say to people, you know, just go out for a day and say, look, I'm going to stay out here for at least an hour, but really slow it down, slow it down. People run way yeah. too fast, you know, and that's why they only last yeah. 15 or 20 minutes. So, but slow it down. It doesn't have to be much more than, a you know, a, a super fast walk. 
and just stay out there for an hour and you watch how good you feel because all of a sudden it's like your body gets oxygenated, the fuel supply settles down inside your body and, you know, you just sort of, exactly as you described, man, you start to get that feeling of, man, I could keep this up for another hour, you know, and but just sure. slow it right down, you know, and, uh, you know, and, and if you're really struggling with that, use the old run-walk program. I've been a great, you know, you and I have spoken about this in the past, man, I've been a uh, great pro- proponent of running and walking, you know, and especially when I was right. doing these sort of four and five, six-hour runs, uh, training for my ultras, man, there's tons of walking goes on in that. So, you know, uh, sure. at the end of the day, it's all about getting out there and moving. But you're so right, man. Once you've been out there for an hour or so, it's it's a different world. Your body changes, your mind changes, and it's such – I said to somebody once, I said, oh, it's very therapeutic, and they just looked at me with cross yes. eyes like, what? And I'm like, it is, man. When you <laughs> a, a two- or three-hour long run – Especially out on the trail, man, I love it. It's so good for my head. It's not funny, you know, and people just, they look at you like, man, that dude's weird. <laughs> and, and you know something else, Jeff, uh, and I'm an example of it, and, and a lot of people are, but, uh, you know, if you're training, you know, for instance, you want to run a marathon or you want to, to at least get a certain length for a long run. I remember the first time I covered 20 miles in a training run, came back to the house, and, yeah, I was a little tired, but uh, – uh, the feeling that you get that I could actually do this with the proper time allowed as far as to build up to it and, and run smart, you know, uh, don't try to overdo it. It's amazing to me, and I know you know this better than even I would, how your body can adapt. You stress it a little bit, you let it recover. You stress it a little bit, you let it recover. And in two to three months, you can do things anybody can especially relating to running or whatever that that uh, I'm sure they would think would be impossible when the first day they start out. And that and, that's what's so great about it. And man, um, that is why and you've heard, you. yep, you've heard me say this before, man, that I think some of the greatest coaches out there in the world are people that don't have the word coach attached to their name. Because what mm. you just described is the perfect training program, stress your body a little bit, relax, mm. recover, fuel up, stress it a bit more, relax, refuel and so man don't tell me you don't know about coaching, man. You got you, you just you just gave everyone listening the perfect training program right there, man. Well, I've been listening to your show too, so I mean, I have picked up some things uh, from you. <laughs> God help us. <laughs> uh, but man, it's but see, then again, you know, that's the other side of the coin too. Don't be frightened to mix it up. Now I know you've you've heard this. Many, many times when you and I have spoken or on the show, you know, mix it up, do a bit of speed work, do some hill work, you know, do some long runs, do some short stuff. Keep it mixed up and keep it interesting, you know, because that will also help keep you going along down the road. And and that will also get you out of the, you know, off the couch of doom, as Steve Runner says, and get you out the door and get you started on your running again. Don't be frightened to mix it up a little bit. Maybe one long run a week, one sort of Uh medium sort of run, do a hill run, do a bit of speed work. And there's your week's training done, man. Well, I also, uh, just yesterday morning when I went running, um, I discovered a trail where some people in the neighborhood have recently begun riding their four-wheelers, and they have literally mashed down the brush and made a trail through a wooded area. And uh, I did not actually get on the trail, but I've noticed it. And I could see as I ran down the street, you could see how it went down about next to where this creek is. And obviously, it's been very wet here today, but... When it's not quite as, as slippery, uh, I'm planning to just get off the street and run down that trail. I don't even know where it ends up, but um, That's the best I, part I'm going to try trails. that as well. That's the best part yeah. about trails, man. I've run down some trails that I've run down for 
oh, 20, 30, 40 minutes and still not found the end of it. And uh, I can tell you this, man, and to anyone listening, if you're finding yourself a little bit stale with your running, find a trail somewhere because, uh, man, mm. it is a, a different world when you feel that sort of soft, you know, earth underneath your feet. Yes. Uh, and you get off the uh, concrete and the asphalt for a little bit and get off the sidewalks and get off the road and get onto a trail. Um, and I and I don't care whether it's like an urban trail where someone's been mowing it down with a four wheeler, or uh, whether it's a you know a, 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 a sort of real rough and ready type trail. Get on the trails right. for a little bit of running, man. It will do your fitness so good. It'll do your head so good. Uh, it's just great, man. So I can, I really encourage you, buddy. If uh, sure. as soon as you can, man, find out where that trail goes, and and you, you know even if it was only half a mile long, you know do a few repeats right. along it. It's going to help your running sure. so much. Absolutely, absolutely, and I'm planning planning to do that. I just noticed it yesterday. So, well, man, well, that's awesome, buddy. Well, uh, so I think we've covered all the bases now. We've we've sort of identified that you are still alive and kicking, and <laughs> we've <laughs> yes, we've identified that you're still running. Um, yes, we've identified that you're actually training for a race. Um, uh, well, and, yeah, uh, the race is ten months away, but yeah. Well, you're uh, so no, no, no. Let's get this very clear, mate. You are now training for a race, <laughs> so, 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 so I expect to hear back that okay. uh, you, you're off the hamburgers and the uh, the uh, French fries, and you're, you're now on the uh, on the vegetable and uh, and fruit regimen. And <laughs> okay, we'll do our best. And so I guess that only leaves one question is, uh, do you know where the recorder is? Um, yes, I do. <laughs> Are you, I've still got, I've still got, and I still use occasionally, the, my li- original little Sony uh, digital recorder that I did my very first show with. I've still got it here. It's actually, I can, it's right here in the drawer. There it is. There. I am looking, I'm, I'm actually, Jeff, right now, I'm looking at the original one, the only one I've ever used, and I do have another one that I bought to continue with, but uh, to be honest, I think I'm going to use this one instead, yeah. but it's a, a Sony ICD P620. Oh, yeah. I have a rubber band around it to hold where you hook the Firefly in or whatever. Yeah, exactly uh, the same. Little, mine, mine does the same, because it won't stick Stick it shut. up, and I've... Yeah. Got a rubber band around it, and <laughs> I recorded 97 shows on this, and the sound quality was just as good as the first time I ever used it. Uh, man, that is so funny because I got a rubber band around on mine as well to hold really? that little flap down. <laughs> Truly, I'll, I'll, in fact, I'll take to, to to prove that I'm not lying. I'll take a photo of it today and post it up for you <laughs> because it, it, okay, it's, it, that little flap. The moment that you undo it, it just never stays shut ever again. You know, it's like that's true. Uh, but, I mean, how much has things changed in the time that you and I have been podcasting, uh, whereas nowadays you can just whip your iPhone out or your smartphone and yeah. you can record. And I've done a lot of recording on my iPhone And after I swore. I swore I would never own an iPhone, <laughs> and then finally I, I relented. And, uh, man, it's been great for recording. Um, but, really? But, uh, yeah, often I get the little Sony out just for uh, old time's sake because that thing has been through – Man, thick and thin, been through so many races with me. It's not funny, you know. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, uh, I know that sounds a bit sort of a bit hokey that we have a soft spot for a little bit of electronic equipment <laughs> like that. But when it's been through you with so many ups and downs of your training and getting your running miles in through rain and right. sleet and heat, it's just uh, it's funny. Well, I put mine in a little uh, sandwich bag if it's raining, put yeah. it in my spy belt, 
and that's I would record with it even if it was raining on occasion and put the the mic under the bill of my cap to make sure that at least it didn't get wet the microphone and and it's it's always worked well so uh, the things we do man this this is podcasting <laughs> ladies and gentlemen this is what we do to bring you this content <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> yeah it's really uh, it's sort of scary oh man <laughs> I can remember once I uh, I was recording this five k. And uh, the weather was great at the start of the race, but by the time we got about to the uh, about halfway through, a torrential rainstorm just come out of nowhere, which happens up here in Queensland. We get storms just come out of nowhere. And uh, I remember putting the recorder down inside my running shorts and inside my undies to try and sort of keep it dry. And I'm thinking, oh man, the thing was soaked. (laughs) It it didn't work for about a month, but uh, all of a sudden it just fired up again and it's still going now. So. You know the things you do. Wow, man. that is needed. I might even this coming year. I may try to invest in uh, some newer equipment. I don't know. I, see, I've been out of it now for for so many months that uh, I'm sure there are other things as you, such as you had mentioned, that probably would do for me to uh, to investigate as well. Maybe I need to upgrade. I don't know. But yeah, look, man, I, I think old school is is still good. You know, people love to hear the content more so than you know. Quality's a little bit to do with it, but I think. Uh, these days, I'm saying to people, you know, uh, look, an iPhone with a good – you can buy those iRig mics that go on them now. Um, uh-huh. I mean, that's a, that's a pretty good package, as long as you don't mind running around with an iPhone in your spy belt and recording into that. Um, right. You know, it, it's, it's probably, I think, you know, a good choice if you want to get a bit of new equipment, uh, uh, you know, something like an iPhone to record into, you know, or even uh-huh. an iPod Touch will do the same thing. But, um, but man, if the, old, uh, if the old Sony recorder's still going, man, I'd keep using it. <laughs> well, I, I I know the first show that I'll do uh, coming up here in the next week or so. I'll uh, I will definitely be using the old recorder. Good man, good man. So, well, buddy, it's been uh, an absolute pleasure to catch up with you and put you on the spotlight. That man, I hope uh, I, hope, I hope we haven't. Hey, one more question. Can I tell you my Christmas joke? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go. Okay, I'll be very very quick. Uh, it's one of the Saint Peter jokes. All right, um, here we go. These three guys, these three guys end up at the pearly gates. St. Peter's there, and he says, "Okay, guys, before you come in, you have to show me something related to Christmas that you have on your person." First guy frantically reaches around. I mean, reaches into his pockets. He pulls out a uh, lighter and he lights it. And he says, "This is my Christmas candle." St. Peter says, "Well, okay, that's great. Come on in." Second guy fumbles around, pulls out his keys. He jingles them. He says, "These are my Christmas bells." He says, okay, that's, that's stretching it, but uh, I'll accept it. Come on in. Third guy, he doesn't know what to do, and he's just looking frantically, and finally he pulls out a pair of women's undies. St. Peter said, what is that? He said, these are carols. <laughs> all right. Uh, all, all correspondents, please, to Roland Kavanagh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you don't uh, have to include. Uh, I was starting to panic because I'm thinking the only thing I could think of was Christmas, Christmas nuts. That was the only <laughs> other thing. <laughs> I'm thinking. <laughs> oh, oh, oops! Now I've said okay. it. <laughs> That's another show. No, you won't hurt my feelings if you if you uh, don't include that. That's it's in there. It's in there now, man. It's in there. This show is <laughs> going Christmas. out. It's it's going out as we record it. Uh, well, I will say this. I will say this one more thing uh, quickly. I uh, I tell people all the time, the profession that I'm in, I work with death and dying patients regularly. 
life is going to be serious without you making it so, but if you're going to be able to enjoy it, sometimes you have to make those opportunities, and uh, and I try to do that. Sense of humor, I think, is one of the best things anybody can have. Of course, my joke telling's not that good, but I do have a sense of humor. <laughs> I, I thought it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. But, man, it's so true. That's so true. I know I know what you do for a living, and, and what you do is so noble, man, and it's so hard. It is uh, a tough it's job. It's a calling. That, yeah, well, it's a tough job that you do, and, and you know and I know, man, that sometimes we don't have a choice in what we do. We just get called to do things, and we do them. Sure. And, uh, right. But you're so true, man. It's like I think life is serious enough, you know, and we just got to lighten up a little bit and have a bit more fun and laugh a bit more, and, and uh, life will just be so much better for all of us, man. Well, Jeff, you have found your calling, I think, as well. Oh, man, thank you for that. I appreciate those kind words, man. I just look. I just love what I do. I just try and have a bit of fun every day, and uh, and you know what drives me is trying to help you know every single one of us get from point A to point B, you know, and uh, and enjoy the trip along the way, man. Sure, absolutely. Well, guys, well, I will uh, give you up. I'll give you updates as I do the show about how we're progressing with some of the stuff we discussed, and and thank you so much. Oh man, absolutely my pleasure, guys. Go and check it out. The Twenty Minute Runner podcast. You'll find it at the Twenty Minute Runner dot blogspot dot com. Email addresses and the likes rolling. You want to uh, whip through them while you got a chance? Uh, yeah, it's Twenty Minute Runner at gmail dot com. Fantastic, and uh, well. Man, it's been a pleasure. It really has. And uh, so this will be show 98, and then I'll leave show 99 and 100 in your capable hands. I'm going to look forward. I'm so looking okay. forward to them, man, and we'll uh, we'll celebrate when we hit show 100, man. It's going to be awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, guys, there you go. Roland Kavanagh, the host of the 20-Minute Runner podcast, uh, a great buddy of mine, a great show. Go and check it out. Start to work your way back through the archives. In the meantime, we're going to hop out of here now. We'll throw a little bit of music on, and we'll pop back on the other side. And uh, we'll tidy it all up. See you real soon.
Well, team, that will just about wrap us up for this combined episode of the 20-Minute Runner podcast and the running podcast. And uh, man, oh man, I hope you uh, enjoyed it as much as we did. Don't forget, check out uh, the 20-Minute Runner podcast at the20minuterunner.blogspot.com and uh, get in touch with Roland on the email of 20minuterunner at gmail.com. Of course, you can find me at coachjeff.com.au. You can get in touch with us here at the show at podcast at coachjeff.com.au. Well, that's going to just about wrap us up for uh, what was uh, a lot of fun doing a combined episode with my good buddy Roland Kavanagh. And uh, this will be, like I say, episode 129 of The Running Podcast and episode 98 of The 20-Minute Runner. Go and check out both shows, get in touch with Roland, give him some support, get him back up and running, and uh, we'll catch up with you guys again real soon. This is the coach saying, train to race and race to win, but man, oh man, you have a heap of fun along the way. Until we catch up with you on the very next episode of The Running Podcast, I see you out there on the roads or the trails somewhere. This is the coach saying... So I'm going to get away from here, but I'll be back. I will say, I don't know if I can do every week, although I'd be willing to, but I would really like to do every other week at the least. Keep that continuity. So we'll be back as soon as we can. And in the meantime, would you drop me an email at 2020minuterunner at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Let me know you're listening. Let me know you like the show, what you don't like, what you want to hear about. I've got some ideas for future episodes as well that we'll be covering. And uh, if you could send me an email, I would appreciate it. Check me out on Facebook, The 20 Minute Runner is my handle. Or go to my blog, the20minuterunner.blogspot.com. Take the survey. You can email me from there. Sign up at iTunes. If you go to iTunes and leave me a review, I would appreciate that as well. And uh, just thank you for all of you who listen. It still amazes me. I received several emails from people wanting to know, Roland, what are you doing? Roland, are you running? Roland, are you there? And I appreciate that. And obviously we are. And just hope things will improve as life settles down. So you've been listening to the episode on running, interrupted. Sometimes life is interrupted, and that's okay. So I'm going to walk back to the house, get me some Walmart brand, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh,